T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One o'clock hour here live from Las Vegas. On Radio Row. Thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend and save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610 and by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. Well, if you're watching on the video stream, you know who we have in front of us now. We got Nate Taylor from The Athletic. We got Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, our of friends of the show as well, yeah, we we'll get their their mics turned How's up that? a little bit. There we go. Hello, hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. We'll figure it out. Nate, Nate Taylor. Left here. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to be that friend who's uh, a little overzealous. You guys Art. were supposed to be at different times, but instead we get to do a little. That's it's fine. like a, a quick Chiefs roundtable. Yes. Right? There was a, a couple weeks ago that Carrington just decided to go on vacation on a Friday, so Pete and Nate <laughs> finished up the week yes. four to six on six tennis. Yes. But. But we're back here with you guys. Our, our guests are presented by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. I know Pete Sweeney will take some of this hot sauce home at some point. And I'm, I'm sorry that that oh, means absolutely. no Pete Sweeney intro since you're both yeah. on here. That's fine. Someone on the text line, and I'm not kidding, for three consecutive weeks mm. has demanded <laughs> an in-person Pete Sweeney intro from us. Can you sing it? With you and Sweeney. Well, I mean, I could because Need I know beat. the song. Need the beat. Pete. Pete Sweeney. You'd have to fly Nick in. Wasn't Nick Pete a part of that, Sweeney. too? All three of us, yeah. Pete He'd have Sweeney. to come in from his, uh, his wherever he is now. Yeah. Like, He's in Denver, Denver. Colorado. <laughs> That's right. Wherever. <laughs> like, you know, wherever that loser wherever is. That's is. the way you said Can that. Can you believe he picked his girlfriend over radio? That's actually kind of rude now, fiance, by the way. So I guess he may be probably <laughs> At least right it's choice. been confirmed to be. kid other Pete. <laughs> it's been confirmed hey, to be I can't the. Hate, I can't hate to her. That's confirmed to be the, the right choice. Yeah, the pressure's on you now, my man. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Chiefs football is important this week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there honestly, how, how has this gone so far? You guys are going all the way out to Lake Las Vegas a lot this week. That's where the Chiefs are. And we've seen some different quotes, of course, come out. You guys are there, though, in person. What would you say that the biggest thing in the last 24 hours that has stood out to you that Andy or Pat or anybody on the team has said? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I think the thing that's jumped out to me the most is – really just how comfortable everybody is with the game plan, right? Um, because there is so much familiarity and dealing with the Super Bowl week, the, the two weeks you do get to prepare, um, whether it's Drew Tranquil. I, I spent some time with Justin Reed yesterday. You know, I spent a good amount of time with the offensive line. Uh, and they all don't look unnerved by all of this. So They just did it. Yeah, and and, and I do get the sense, too, that, like, they have a pretty good feel on what is necessary towards victory. Now, they're not going to reveal it, um, but being with the team, you know, all these weeks, all these months, I get the sense that they're pretty comfortable even in this environment 
because it is so unique compared to every other game in the season. I agree. And you know what stuck out to me as you look back was just how comfortable they looked in Baltimore. Mm. Like if you think about what Baltimore was, that was the biggest game of a lot of Ravens career, whereas this is a lot of repeat players from last year. It was the second biggest game for a lot of these players. I think you could tell, I think, in the game. Like, yeah. It almost seemed like the Ravens were off their game and kind of shook. And I think to an extent, right, because the Niners were here five years ago with the Chiefs, like you have some players that will have played in the Super Bowl before. But I think that is an advantage, especially at the quarterback position. This is ho-hum for Patrick Mahomes. Brock Purdy, <laughs> you know, th- there's a reasonable expectation that like he could enter a period of the game where he's a little shook just like the Ravens were, and I think that could play to the Chiefs' advantage. I still even go back to like the Super Bowl he lost. He was dotting people, laying horizontal on the yes. ground mm-hmm. between the eyes. Even in that game in which they got their ass kicked, it wasn't Mahomes' fault. No. He didn't just like no-show the game. He was still doing like – Herculean stuff in that game. They just had a bad offensive line, and he had to run for a thousand yards. But, you we know, call that we call that the Mike Remmers game, but uh, as Ooh, a nickname. What if Mike Remmers didn't deserve that? <laughs> what the hell? Well, he, well, they just asked him to go to from right tackle to left tackle in the most important game of his. Hey, good luck of his career against you know a, a, a pretty good pass rush. The best front seven we've seen in a long time. Yeah. Have fun, yeah. guys. Hope yeah. it works out. And yeah. all of a sudden they're starting to blitz because they realize. <laughs> There's free lanes everywhere. I asked Spags this, and I know that they have to, like, take the side of, oh, we don't have to think that way. But, like, you mentioned, like, that Bucks team. That was the stat. We, the, the, one, the biggest stat that stood out to me this entire week is that based on points per game in the postseason, they're doing the same thing as the 2000 Ravens, 2002 Bucks, and the 2013 Seahawks. Think about how we discuss yeah. those, those defenses. Yes. Why the hell wouldn't we discuss this defense like that? Shouldn't Spags, this group, get that kind of credit, especially if they do this again? The 49ers are the second-ranked points-per-game offense in the league. They have faced the third, fourth, and sixth. You go through this postseason run and allow 13 points a game against those offenses, they're just as good as those. They're the 2,000 Ravens, whatever. Without, without the star power, right? Yeah. Without, the, yeah. without the name recognition because it's more of a collection of guys versus one or two sort of taking you over the top. I, I, I love the idea that, like, people are still trying to catch up to the Chiefs defense in terms of like what they're doing from a remarkable sort of historical concept. The the best part about the 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 Seahawks of 2013 was they were just the most meanest talking mother you know what's mm-hmm. in oh, the yeah. league. Like they would tell you what they were running, they challenge you, they would talk to you before the game, after the game. Um the Chiefs are not a, a brass group. They're Silent not, assassins? Yeah. So, and again, that's somewhat different from Baltimore, right? Even with Ray Lewis, of course, uh, there is no Tony Saragusa right. on this team from a personality standpoint, but the because. production is so similar. And again, as games move forward, teams get less and less comfortable, um, which obviously you know, goes into the Chiefs' hands. And, the, and now you're asking the best quarterback in the world, hey, we don't need you to be Herculean. We just need you to be good, efficient, don't turn the ball over because the defense is at a historic rate right now if they continue, obviously, on Sunday. Yeah, I think if you're a Chiefs fan, let them hide in plain sight. I think a lot of the problem nationally is that 2023-2024 belonged to four people, and that was Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift! A little bit of a shadow over what the defense is doing, and Mm. that was my point all season that gave me optimism is, like, defensive-led teams here and there 
win the Super Bowl. I mean, we saw it early on with the Patriots team, you know, before Brady kind of got into his own. Yep. And you saw it with the Steelers, I believe it was 08, 15 with the Broncos. And those offenses, like, weren't that good. The Chiefs' offense is better than all of those teams' offense. has been teetering around 10 all year. And now I think they had a breakthrough last game. And I think it's it's also partly Cody Tapp's fault. This guy who ah, able, do anything. able to create nip, nicknames for everything. Creed is good. Yeah, no, no nickname for the Chiefs defense? They, Chiefs, I think, is what some no, people are going on. with. But that no, one doesn't stick. No, it's no good. No. The, the That's most, like a fetch. I'm not trying to make that one happen. The hmm. thing that we could actually touch and grab on and, like, right. feel was the T-shirts. From the last game. Yeah. I think it's in spags we trust. Yes. No, I mean, I don't think there's like any the way. Jackson 5, the Sneed 11. No, not good. <laughs> okay. Too much of a reach. Well, need oh, for okay. Sneed was a thing for a while. And, again, he's been a great player. Right. It's got to be like the Legion of Boom, though. Something that Nobody's really, got that. No, there has not been a single nickname. I don't have it. And I'll I've, be honest. I don't have it. And I've asked guys individually in the locker room, you know, and obviously now in this environment, and they don't really care to have a nickname. Like, I think. What Justin Reed told me yesterday was, we want to be so physical that you wear down. That yeah. we're just we're just going to slowly grind you to a pulp. And um, hey, if you want to come across the middle, that's fine. You're going to get hit. Hey, if you want to have your wide receiver run deep, well, he's going to get chucked by Legereus Knee. You know, so they don't really lean into the idea of like having their own nickname, their own mantra, uh, but. They did demonstrate unity and collectiveness in having those T-shirts before the biggest game of the season. Counterpoint in the nickname, Stone Cold Jones. Nicknamed himself. Yeah. Maybe he's the one to go to. I uh, think of it like Game of Thrones. A girl has no name. A defense has no name. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a killer. Right, yeah. doesn't, the rest of it we doesn't matter. Well, well, That's Chris, a text line. The text line can submit some nicknames, right? I asked Chris Jones yesterday, Chris, how, if you guys win on Sunday, I was like, hey, if you guys win, how do you want – the defense to be remembered because to Pete's point, that's been the season all along. And he says, I just want to be remembered as champions. And I thought, okay, that kind of gives you the perspective from their, from their side of it, where all they care about is the results. And one thing that I do give them credit for is their ability to uh, lean on one another. And one player is not bigger than the unit. They've all sort of brought their skills to it. And, um, you could really say that the unit is better than the parts. Chris is going to have to tap into that when he's wearing his Carolina Panthers blue and oh, driving his fancy cars. It is somewhere like that. Something it's like definitely going to yeah. be somewhere like Some that. Some contender. <laughs> the Panthers. Pete, I give it that bad. Pete Sweeney. They will have a lot of cap space. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pete Sweeney, Nate Taylor joining us from Radio Row. When you look at San Francisco, though, and in, in, in some of the comments from this week, but also uh, what they've performed like in the divisional round and championship round, uh, second half has been their half, first half hasn't. Where, where do you think that they have the, the best chance to, to really maybe punch the Chiefs at all in the mouth if that's possible early on in this game? You better get there early. Um, one, of the, one of the, I guess, underlining points of this postseason run for the Chiefs is that they've gotten the lead yeah. or they've stayed very close, right? I guess the team that had the greatest chance of building the lead was Buffalo, and they missed their opportunity before halftime. Um, so if you're the 49ers, can you put the Chiefs down two scores? No one's been able to do that right. um, in the postseason so far. And obviously we saw what happened with Baltimore, right? Baltimore got down 7-0, 14-7, and their entire sort of game plan, their, their, their style, their approach to what has led them to be successful, um, you know, 
didn't go the way that they anticipated. So um, don't don't wait, Kyle Shanahan. Like, let, let's see the good stuff now, man. Let's let's see how you think you can test the Chiefs' defense and see if you can get the game in your control. Um, but of course, that happened five years ago, and yeah, we all know what happened. For me, it's it's the run game. Like, I don't know why Baltimore didn't run more last week. If we've seen the Chiefs' defense be weak this year, it's been against the run. And the 49ers are the best running back in the NFL. Yep. And they also run a lot of things with Debo and and Yuke uh, that we kind of see with McCole Hardman, the end-around stuff and things like that. And so I, I think if you get explosive plays early in the game, the Nates point, and the 49ers get a lead, and then all of a sudden you're on the ropes a little bit, that can get away from you. But, you know, we've seen the Chiefs throughout this postseason keep the games in control. And so, I don't know. I, I know that they're somehow underdogs, but I look at Mahomes and I look <laughs> at Purdy and I just – I don't see that changing in this game, despite yeah. it being the game for all the marbles. Yeah. I yep. mean, I guess unless Purdy is just that guy, which we can't know because he's only he hasn't been a starter a full season between the two years. Right. So unless he's just like that guy, like it turns out Brock Purdy is like, wow, the next Tom Brady is like a sixth rounder who just has it. But I mean, well, he, yeah, it was the last it, pick. I don't know if you know that. In about this, I, I don't know. <laughs> but in this postseason, look, he saved it. He saved it in the second half I a couple mean, times, but he's also dug his own hole. Yeah, but. Uh, Again, it's against a Green Bay Packers defense that's pretty young and their first postseason experience really together. And a Detroit Lions group that can't cover anybody. I mean, I think that's one of the clear differences is, like, the 49ers are going from a team in Detroit that had, hey, they have Aiden Hutchinson. They have, you know, pretty good linebacking core. They can't cover a soul, guys. And now you're going up against the best secondary in the league with the Chiefs. So I think it really does come down to coaching for Kyle Shanahan to say, how can you get him – him being Brock Purdy, into a rhythm. How can we get quick timing throws? Put a screen pass in there. How can you ease his emotion so that, you know, he can be better in the second quarter or even the second half to sort of, uh, you know, maybe guide the the 49ers to a victory? But if he's he's rattled, if Spags does something elaborate and he can't see it coming, then, yeah, all of a sudden, if the presumptive MVP – feels uncomfortable in the second quarter oh my god like well this is a bigger stage with a less talented quarterback as good as Brock Purdy is he is not Lamar Jackson he is not Josh Allen Uh, they held those two quarterbacks um, pretty well so I do think this is a, a a massive coaching test for Kyle Shanahan how do you get that guy comfortable so that everybody else in the huddle is like okay if he's good you know I'm George Kittle I'm gonna do my job I'm Debo Samuel Brendan Ayuk's going to get open downfield. They have to feed off the confidence of the quarterback. If the quarterback struggles or if they see some some un, unnecessary decision-making, then, yeah, it could, it could psychologically play with your mind. I think the key for me in this game is Spags has been opponent-proof. I mean, we saw it against Lamar Jackson. The Ravens' offense has been really good. And then, like, I don't love Tua, right, but I think he's fine, and I think he's good. Tua was out of sorts against what Spagnola was dealing them in that wild card game and i i don't have the confidence in brock purdy not to get spags like in you know we're, <laughs> we're joking about like the in spags we trust spagnolo is, is to me what should make chiefs fans comfortable on super sunday because i just i think the chiefs have such an upper hand purdy versus spagnolo i just really do and with um, with mahomes and kelsey figuring it out yeah. i just think there's enough there where like I, like I said, I think the Chiefs just have this game in control. And, and what happens if Chris Jones is in the backfield on the first yeah. series or two? 
you know, because that's a large human being. I mean, you might see Sam Darnold before the end of the drive, if you know, to rough him up a little bit. Like, and, and then you're you're really in good shape. Like, yeah. not to say you want to knock. Let's, I don't yeah, want to Florio, Florio this thing. I'm not saying knock the guy out of the game, but you never we, know. Like, but you get you, to him. But what you don't want is uh, the AFC Championship game last year, where the guys right. the guys out of the game in the second quarter and the offense crumbles. Right. As many uh, hits as we all have to do across the country. You guys tired of getting the? Hey, is Andy Reid going to retire? Who who else has to say it? Brett Veach, Clark, Clark Hunt. Hunt. Andy Reid himself? Who else would you like to say Andy Reid's going to probably coach him? You guys have been pulling a lot of guests. Get Tammy on. Tammy would be the key. Oh. <laughs> she, she would Did be you see key. how Tammy came off the plane? Looking good. Woo! <laughs> that lady is ready for five more Super Bowls, okay? <laughs> She's loving it. She really does. Her. The queen of Chiefs Kingdom. Um, she hugged what well, she hugged and, you know, uh, she hugged every player coming off the field in Baltimore. Good. Um, you know, she let Andy takes these long hours. Um, That's right. You know, and obviously they've been, you know, supporting one another for years. I just, man, it would be like a Dick Vermeil decision, right? Like Dick Vermeil won the Super Bowl in 1999 with the St. Louis Rams. He yeah. was getting up there in age, and he just thought, like, now that was his first time winning the Super Bowl as a head coach, obviously, and he's done it multiple times. But I would, I would assume it would have to be that, right, where you're so emotional and you're like, wow, we won and we're back-to-back and, like, even Dick Vermeule said this. I made a rash, emotional decision, and I should have stayed with the team. Now, the one difference is, is that he had Mike Mars, who he just believed should be the next guy. I've already got the succession plan. Andy Reid, uh, Clark Hunt don't really yeah. have a succession plan, right? Whether you want to say Eric Bieniemy or Steve Spagnuolo or Matt Nagy, they all kind of work for Andy. So that would be the one difference, but it would have to be something like that, where it's so unexpected – because the head coach just got to a place where he said, okay, like I'm ready to give it up, even though he may look back on it years later and say, actually, I could have kept coaching more. I don't know why. The thing that annoys me the most about this is, is, and I understand Bill Belichick didn't get a job, but we just assumed that he was going to get a job. Bill Belichick, you know, I understand he's leaving Nantucket with no shirt and and (laughs) he still has that fountain of youth, but he's six years older than Andy Reid. Why is Andy Reid getting pelted? Yeah. With these questions about, oh, how long is he going to go? Meanwhile, we're just like, okay, is it going to be the Falcons for Belichick? Or is it, you know, is it going to be this team and that team? I, Jerry I, Jones should have called that man the moment he left the building in New England. Andy and Mahomes, like for me, I try to picture Andy Reid playing Madden and creating Patrick Mahomes. His creative player is Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. He's been waiting for him forever. And I just think, you know, the next time to maybe think about it, the contract runs through 25. Yes. Maybe then. Until then, I think there's a, at least the, two the, more seasons. Pete, the agent, would like to add a few more years onto <laughs> yes, the contract sure. before before he, before the Listen, exit strategy I don't, begins. I don't know if you want to get to the end of it. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah I, feel, I feel like every year, though, if the, we're back here a year from now, we're going to have the same discussion. Like, is it, Sadly, yes. There, there's going to be somebody nationally or – well, we know who, Mike Florio, nationally or whatever. <laughs> if you know, Pro Football this, Talk puts it out every year, eventually they'll be right. And yeah. they can go back and say, see, I told you. And it's like – Man, you've been telling us since 2017. I'm not saying there's smoke, and I'm not saying there's fire, but there's definitely <laughs> something. <laughs> That's right. Nate Taylor, People do retire. Nate Taylor, Pete Sweeney, <laughs> joining us here on, on Radio Row. Jake Laser expected to join us here in about 20 minutes or so. So the, the injury stuff this week, Kadarius Tony's healthy. He's practicing. Joe Tooney seems very unlikely. What, what, if I were to ask you, Sky Moore, Tooney, Tony, Who's playing? Who's not? Who's active? All, how, how do you guys see that playing out as we sit on Wednesday, do understandably? Either, do either one of us see any of those guys playing? Jarek, too, I guess? Yeah, Jarek McKinnon had that 
It, it seems unlikely that any of these guys are playing. I think for me, I don't know how you feel about this, Nate, but Kadarius is like playing the Clyde role of last year yeah. where they're like letting him kind of practice, but I just don't. I think it's mm. going to be a game day inactive. I don't know how you put Kadarius back in the lineup at this point. I just other, don't other know than punt returner. But why? If but you why? if you want if you don't if right. you think he's a upgrade fair. from Richie yeah, James, fair. that would be the fair count. That would be that's yeah. the only that's the only. I, I, I can't see him running routes for Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> I got a good nugget on McKinnon today. I don't think McKinnon is playing. I, Reed kind of alluded that to the other day, and it, it's curious because we all thought, oh, they're designating him to return. I talked to Clyde about this, and Clyde was saying that I guess there are injured players injured-ish players that are coming at the end of the week. I think Brian Cook is included in that. Justin Reed told me that. Mm. But they wanted McKinnon here for the whole week. I mean, you've seen some of these videos of how he kind of keeps the guys loose in Super Bowl week. So Clyde actually told me, he was like, you know, when we heard McKinnon was coming out of the, at the end of the week, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. We need Jed here, you know, for that emotional off-the-field support. Kind of same with Charles O'Minahue, yes, right? Yes, yeah, same type of deal. And good for the Chiefs to keep these guys here. Probably wow. why they haven't made the move with the Menahue, right. and probably why they made the move with McKinnon, so they could be here you know, as part of the Super Bowl package or whatever the NFL works behind the scenes with that stuff. Yeah, I mean, Canarius Tony at this point, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. I don't, I don't get it whatsoever. One pump return, baby. That's all. I that's know, all they. <laughs> if if he's a number one wide receiver, according say, to himself. Oh well, party of one. Well, they got to throw the ball more. You know, I mean, it's their fault, not his. I think there's a case to be made if you like. I think what you're about to say, Nate. If I'm reading you right like last year he changed the super bowl yes. i mean it was back and forth back and forth and that return gave the chiefs control of that game mm-hmm. i know and it's like we're so far from that now and i agree i don't think you could put him in but there is that fact of you never know they if, may if, like that boost if he go, if he if, the, if it's let's say similar situation third quarter middle of third quarter um richie james i don't want this to happen obviously <laughs> but he pulls a hamstring he was and, injured earlier in the year yeah well, I'd rather have Sky more active then. He's less. Oh, come on, Mr. Gold. Yep, yep. Now you got to put him back there. Mr. I just want to see what happens. Yes. Mr. Gold. I just want to see what would happen. <laughs> All right, well, we are Taylor. in Vegas. <laughs> I just want to see what would happen. Mr. Like, Gold. If, we saw uh, what happened earlier. There are only like five players who should touch the football. What is with Cree Humphrey? True. He's the center. He has to touch it. <laughs> and even he needs to work point. on the way he's Those doing snaps it. Are low. Those snaps That's are such a good point. Low. Hey, it's not, it's, not, it's not cold. It's not wet. It's not a sub-freezing temperature. It'll be just fine. Creed, if we see one low snap, we're changing the hashtag to Creed is okay. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at our table number. How dare you say that? <laughs> <laughs> the, best, the best part is he has, he has an all-world quarterback. So even, even, his, even his few mistakes don't really, like, get exposed because Patrick's <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll just pick it up. And, yep, he's open and no negative plays, no, no weird fumbles. No, it's, it's just – it's great. I just – I need someone like Patrick Mahomes in my life, in my work environment, to right. just make even my weaknesses not look that weak. Right. Pete Winnie, Nate Taylor, real quick, Spikes and Foods, official sauces of the Chiefs game prediction. I'm, I'm not ready to put a score on it yet, but I like the Chiefs by seven. Like if I'm okay. if I'm the bookmaker mm. somewhere around here somewhere. He'll take the outline. I like Chiefs six and a half. Like I, I like yeah. the minus six and a half. You get some juice on that. Uh, I don't know the final score there yet. I have to like kind of go through that. But I'm, I got Chiefs by seven. I think there's I think Harrison Bucker's going to be an element to this game, a, a factor, I guess you would say. So uh, to kind of be right in the Pete Sweeney range. Wow, Butker, MVP, Nate Taylor. You heard it right not, there. Not necessarily MVP. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't think they're going to score like yeah. – I'd, I'd be a little bit surprised if you scored four touchdowns, right? Sure. Um, Plus 30,000. 
God. I mean, he's right. I mean, this has been great. This has been so good. I want to say Chiefs 26, 49ers 20, maybe a little backdoor okay. cover action. You want me to lose my bet? I see. What <laughs> I said I was building off of this. I just think Harrison Bucker can make a long kick or two. Give you a two-score lead, you know, midway through the fourth quarter, you know, and then obviously – uh, it's sort of the the scramble drill, you know, maybe semi garbage time for the for the 49ers. But I think 26-20, just off the top of my head, and obviously with the help of Pete Sweeney. All right, thank you guys, appreciate right. it. Pete Sweeney, Nate Taylor, joining us here in Las Vegas. Up next, we'll get to what's trending. We're expected also to be joined by Jay Glazer of Fox Sports right here on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to Cody and Gold, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas, presented by Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend and save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610. And by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending here live. It was already on. You're twirling the mic. You're, you're twirling around. I'm like, what's going on here? People can hear this. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Problem solved. Sorry, I got all tangled up. It was driving me crazy. My apologies. That one's live on me. Live radio on remote, baby. You never <laughs> take, know what's going to happen. I'll take the L on that one it's also. Better, it's better than uh, anybody having a hot mic. Number one on what's trending. Um, <laughs> I had given Drew a hard time earlier. I said, just wait till he, little Dicky goes to the bathroom and Bob and then. He stood right next to me in the bathroom. I guess that was my moment. He was actively using it, so that doesn't count. Be careful telling people about Lil Dicky in the bathroom. <laughs> be, be a little careful All right, fine, with fine. saying that in the same sentence. Yeah, just, fair enough. Just fair a little, enough, little careful. Uh, as far as the Chiefs go today, we just had Nate Taylor and Pete Sweeney on. Uh, it really, overall, uh, the theme still continues to be kind of the stereotypical but very true for them business-like approach out at Lake Las Vegas, which is where the team is staying and not staying anywhere near the strip and health-wise, uh, we'll find out what well, on Friday. I guess the, uh, the the true final injury report heading into the game. But yeah. 
Jarek McKinnon, Joe Tooney, those two in particular uh, looked very, very unlikely to play uh, on Sunday against the 49ers. And uh, there's only, what, one more day of, of real media availability for yeah. the team. And then we'll be game on day. to – yeah, then it'll be game day and they'll be getting gearing up for that. Next up on what, Trinity Major League Baseball and Netflix are doing their own version of NFL's Hard Knocks. This season, they'll follow around the 2024 Boston Red Sox. They're working on a docu-series at the same time. Honestly, look, dude, full tilt. Like, between golf and NASCAR and F1 and all these series that have seen a lot of success between full swing and all those, what I hope out of this is more honesty. Baseball players could use that. The NFL protects its teams in hard knocks because they don't need the pub. They don't need you to watch this to watch their sport. F1 did, golf did, tennis does. So does Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball could use this to showcase personalities they have in their sport. That's really the most important thing. Yeah, you've got to find ways to, to showcase that, that specifically a, a demographic that is aging, you know, more so than some of the other sports in particular. So, yeah, I, I like it. I think it's interesting. Boston as a whole, like, eh, you know, if it was a – if it was a – a more likable franchise, I think you would you would also just get people that are, are going to check it out. I sure. think there's some people that won't watch it because it's Boston, but I understand we're not in we're not in Boston, we're not on the East Coast, and so maybe it's viewed a little bit differently. Like if you're a Yankees fan, are you watching that because you hate? You maybe know they I mean? laugh at him, but the Yankees yeah. haven't won a World Series recently either. Yeah, haven't the Royals still won a World Series more recently than both of those franchises and the Cardinals? I believe that's all. Accurate. That brings me a little joy. I think that is. I think that that's is all the only accurate. bright side of the Astros winning it all the time there for a while is that they just signed Altuve to a big deal yesterday or today. I think. Yeah, I mean he's going to play his entire career there. Got drafted by him, played in their entire rare. Came that's up with rare. him, and he just signed a five-year, like hundred and twenty-five million dollar deal, no doubt. Next up on watch trending college basketball: Missouri Tigers in action tonight against the Texas A&M Aggies. Missouri, uh, of course, their struggles. They got to try to save their yeah. season somewhere. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I, over, at this probably. point, it's just trying. I think to. To try yeah, to see if you can develop some guys going for I mean, they're they're not going to any tournament. That's not even like they're just not going to any tournament. It's just about whether or not they can get some younger pieces going for. They got to hit the portal again. They struck out this year. Yeah, and that's the thing with the portal. At least you don't have much of an excuse. This isn't a four-year program thing anymore. I don't want to hear about these programs. And be like, well, I need a few years to get my guys. No, you don't. You need one good year in the portal, convincing these players to come play for your school. That's all you need. Lastly, on what training, don't forget if you are in Las Vegas tomorrow night. We're going to be at Circus Swim having our uh, – we're going to host a show, but our own party up against 95-7 the game in San Francisco. They've pitted us up against each other to see who can bring more fans. All you got to do is RSVP for the event. You can get in for free. And if you're wearing the Chiefs gear, you're going to get a free complimentary drink ticket as well. We'll be there starting at 5 Pacific time. We'll be there until 9 Pacific time. Show 5 to 7 Vegas time, 7 to 9 at 610 Sports KC. You can follow us on the Odyssey app or 610sports.com. If you're in Vegas, come out at Circa. Come see us for our party. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait for that tomorrow night. Oh, it's going to be a blast. It's also just an amazing venue. Uh, We've said it over and over just about the experience to be out there. And uh, we've been told that uh, RSVPs are looking very, very strong right now. Hundreds of RSVPs. The problem is I don't know if they're Niners fans or they're Chiefs fans. Because uh, we don't get to see that, so my concern I didn't like is how opening night turned out. My concern is it's going to be Niners fan. We need Chiefs Kingdom to show up. A lot of you going to be in town. We know there's going to. I think Dana Hughes said Dana Hughes said he's going to stop by. Uh, some others from the Chiefs Radio Network. He had me send him some information on that. A lot of people have been asking how to get in. Again, it is free as long as you RSVP. That is what's trending here on Cody and Gold. This is pretty funny from uh, 
James Palmer, though, of NFL Network. He said, Steve Spagnuolo has received video evidence from his wife Maria of the meatballs sitting in a pot in the sauce, and they are on their way to Stone Cold Jones ahead of the Super Bowl. That's very key. I love how meatballs have come up a ton this week. Here we go again. Like a weird amount. You know? Why are we they bringing up meatballs to, on they, this show it, so much? It's crazy how often they've they've come up, uh, specifically the, the conversations around, around not spaghetti and meatballs, but the meatballs in particular. Stone Cold, Chris Jones. He also them. likes them. By Tell all you, accounts, the Spagnuolo family is amazing, right? They just seem like genuine people, Great people yeah. super people, really nice, incredibly down-to-earth. Like, I got a chance to catch up with Spags for a few minutes at opening night. He's just so gracious. But also, he has been, like, we rank out this, and I, I don't know. I don't know when we'll do this gold or if we'll do it. But let's say two weeks from now, the Chiefs are Super Bowl champs, and we're looking back at this team for just a second again. And I said, all right, hey, what were the five biggest reasons the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? Like, when you go back and you said, we got to do it on an individual basis, not a group, player or coach, Spags in the top five? I mean, he should be, I, you know. For you. Not, what, not for everybody, yeah. for you. So, look, I'm, let me, I let think me, he would let be me, Yeah, let me talk yeah. it out. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, is still going to be there. Uh, Travis Kelsey is still going to be there. Andy Reid. So, there's three. That's the, that's the struggles. I already got three. Yeah. And is Spags going above Chris Jones or Legereus Sneed or you're, – you're saying no players. You're saying – Players like, or coaches. I just – if we're going to include coaches as well, like, he should be there, but who am I kicking out? Who am I kicking out of the five? Yeah. Because Mahomes and Kelsey are locks, and Andy Reid, so there's three. So who are the two that you're you're leaving out to put Spags in? I might put one? Spags above Jones this year. Interesting. Not all time, okay, okay. but maybe this year. Sneed, I can't. His performance, his play, is a reason why what Spags is doing works. Without And now, look, that maybe goes both ways. Without Spags, maybe. But Sneed has had like an even beyond normal, exceptional year for him. I have a hard time leaving Spags. I understand your arguments. Like, my God, I mean, I mean, I can't kick out Andy and Patrick. Okay, that's one, two. And Kelsey, yeah. Fine, and Kelsey, sure, that's three. But then then you're right. Sneed and Jones and, you know, on offense, Actually, the only thing I price was she right? Pacheco. I mean, this Pacheco. is, this is a, you know, this is the cliche. This is a team effort. Uh, you know, like, it, it, it's just it's challenging to, to figure out who you're going to leave out. And Spags, we, when we had Ross Tucker on talking about, you know, his – his national attention. I think he's getting a lot of it this week, though. And that was probably why the players had the Inspags We Trust shirts last week. That was, even though he was embarrassed by it, um, that, that was to give him some credit because he kind of, you know, last year, and I know Drew's, Drew's hanging by us right now, but their defensive coordinator got all sorts of attention. And, yeah. and, 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 and going out of their way. Now, he, he hasn't got a head coaching gig either, no. uh, but he got plenty of attention. That's the... Steve Spagnuolo is doing just as good of a job as that as he's ever done. I know they were asking for nicknames earlier, and I was thinking about oh, it. Oh, for the defense. Yeah, but I was thinking about it. Patriots never did that either. Not to go cross, you know, not to always compare back to that dynasty. That just was the last dynasty in the NFL. They didn't have it either. I mean, other dynasties did. You know, the Steel Curtain um, stands out as one, and we talk about the others. But I don't know. I've had, like just being Spags is fine with me. We'll see. Uh, we're still expecting Jake Laser. Hopefully we can squeeze him in before we get off the air today. If not, maybe we'll, we'll work on that for the rest of the week. There is some wild news here. It is Vegas after all, guys. You never what know what happened? you're going to see. Uh, there is a man climbing the large Las Vegas sphere. Numerous law enforcement other oh. agencies are responding to an incident at the large concert hall called the Sphere location. Uh, this follows the spotting 
of an unknown man climbing the LED screens on the sphere. The exact reason, unknown. This, I feel like, happens every Super Bowl city. Last year we were in Phoenix, and somebody was climbing up one of the taller buildings in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't think the sphere would be it, but I, I figured at some point, no jug, I swear, at some point this week somebody would be trying to climb one of the hotels here in town or a specific one that has a name of a specific individual. But no, it's the it's the sphere. You do that with suction cups? That seems like a particularly oh. difficult I mean, it's building to climb, right? I don't know. It's, it's not as tall as some of the other buildings. No, but it's it's round. Yeah, I, Usually I, buildings, you go up. Here's the video. I mean, obviously, our listener, this doesn't do them any good, but for, for you and it's I to take, it's, it, to take a look, I mean, it's very grainy video, but you can clearly see someone's just like slowly working their way to the <laughs> top of to the top of the sphere. I'm not even just, I mean, kudos, I guess, to them. They just let them do their thing, right? Like the fire department, they're not going to risk their lives going up and hey, on this Why one. Why would you? This is one of those where it's like, hey, we're just going to wait this guy. Eventually, they're going to have to get. Oh, he's. Oh, there's a. The, okay, so there's a new video. He's actually just chilling on the top of it. <laughs> he's just standing around, just chilling. Sometimes they always have like you know they're like uh, activists, and they'll have something. Yeah. You didn't have any of that. He's just standing up there. They should put something funny on the sphere while he's there. Like the sphere just, is really cool, by the way. It's incredible. Remember we need to go inside, was, though. We need to go get inside. Let's a spear instead of a down and play baseball inside of it. That's the, still my stance. The the con- the concert hall inside of that is supposed to be just incredible too. The the experience to watch a concert, you two most notably. But there, we were talking one of our Uber drivers. There's a I mean, there's a ton of different groups that are going to be doing concerts. Who's he it's, talking about? Fish. Fish. He said is one of them. And then there was another one. I can't remember. He was at least talking about them. He God, said tickets are just outrageous for that. This is the busiest Wednesday. I remember at Radio Row, maybe ever. Um, I don't want to say for sure, but between all the crowds that are moving around. Dude, it's, it is absolutely crazy here already. I mean, we have seen more current NFL players walking around this early than we have in any of the other, other weeks. I mean, it, it, you can't, and they also now let you have up bigger signage. We can't even see what's going on, Cody, at, at the other end of it. That's how massive this room is. Inside of the you, Mandalay Bay. Um, this only matters for people who are seeing it. So <laughs> all this thing is set up with aisles and rows, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, like, you kind of keep your stuff close to you. we got our banners behind you if you've watched on the stream. It's a 610 Sports Radio uh-huh. and the Chiefs logo. Some people have full-blown just put up TV studios in aisles. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like us. Just Nobody, our listeners don't care probably. But, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's kind of rude. It's bugging you, isn't it? Well, I think it's kind of <laughs> rude. You know what? I'm going to act like that guy over that bottle of water. I'm just going to start. Accosting yeah. people across the board. The energy did not stay that way. I'll say that. I will. I do believe at this point probably Jake Glazer probably won't join us live in the show, which means good chance you'll hear from Jake Glazer tomorrow on the show. He's a very popular person. Sometimes they run a little bit behind, and sometimes they do that. Something I was going to ask him about, though, Gold, is something we talked about at the very beginning of the show, which is where do the Chiefs lose if they, the Chiefs lose, if they lose? You had mentioned that earlier to Nate and Pete, too, which is like, are where are the Niners getting them if they get them? And honest to God, I think it's that they just win the coin flip game on the other side because offensively, it would take Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk doing something that hasn't been done to the Chiefs' corners all year, which is not just get open, but get open consistently across the board with no challenge. And I have a hard time imagining that for the first time, the Chiefs are going to actually do that and let loose there, right? How can I assume that if they haven't been gotten in that way yet? Yeah, I, I believe 
Brandon Ayuk, as great as he's been this year, I think they will be able to slow him down. The question, I guess, that we don't have the answer to and we're not going to find out before the game because they're not going to reveal it, do the Chiefs, who, who do the Chiefs think is actually more dangerous? Like, the numbers would say Brandon Ayuk has had the best season of the wide receiver room, but do the Chiefs actually feel that Debo is, is a bigger problem? than Brandon Ayuk because we know Snead can shut down number one wide receivers and that is Ayuk but do they think that actually they do they think they need Snead on somebody else do they think they need you know what I mean I, I, we don't that'll be interesting we assume that it's just going to be I think it's Ayuk I mean it's a big physical wide I receiver I think so shove him well. around I think so that's likely but you know you have Kittle and then Christian McCaffrey I still think Debo Samuel is the player that could have the biggest impact on the game I really do I know Chris McCaffrey is the obvious answer, and I agree with it. But outside of McCaffrey, Debo Samuel to me is going to be lined up in the backfield. He's going to be obviously lined up in the slot as well. I, I think you don't want to underestimate what Debo Samuel potentially can do for San Francisco. They, they have to have an answer for that on top of it. So as much as we're all talking about, hey, Kyle Shanahan, we know he's going to stick with the rushing attack and he's going to do all that. It's not just about Chris McCaffrey. It's going to be do they have an answer for Debo in the run again? For sure, but this is the good news, I guess, of where the Chiefs are. Not just because the Chiefs are the number one defense in the NFL, and you and I have agreed on that for a long time, but because the 49ers have not faced a defense of this caliber in a while. Packers defense is nowhere close. Lions even worse. Like, go back into the regular season. The last defense they faced of the Chiefs caliber was the, was the Ravens, and the Ravens frustrated the hell yeah. out of Brock Purdy. He threw, what, four interceptions in that game? I mean, they got blown out of that building. I'm not predicting that for the Chiefs, but the Chiefs can frustrate you. They can frustrate Brock Purdy, and if they get out of their game and inconsistently do it, then we're probably having a, you know, like a different issue across the board. You got more information on the guy climbing the speed? Yeah, new details are coming out. New details new, are new coming details. out. The is indivi- he got a GoPro on his head? The, the individual who is uh, climbing up the sphere, and he was standing on top of it today, and again, stuff like this happens every year around the Super Bowl, uh, he is... I don't even need to say his name, but he's a pro-life activist, and he filmed himself at the structure, let's see, 366-foot-tall structure, said he was raising money for a homeless pregnant woman. He was reportedly able to get down through a hatch at the top of the structure. And his Instagram bio reads, quote, I climb skyscrapers to raise money for women in crisis pregnancies. And there you go. So he's already down? He's already down. He went, th- he went through the hatch. hatch. They have an escape hatch. <laughs> <laughs> and he got attention. Now well, he's going to go to jail for a long time. You know what he should have done? He spent his bail money on this person. What do you mean? Like, what are you doing? Um, how is he? Ra- so someone's going to see that and they're just going to they're just going to donate money to him now? Is that really? I, mean, is that, I don't like, think that's what? how that works. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm confused. How, or do people donate money ahead of time for him to do it? I'm, how is it? Who's going to say? You know what? You climb that sphere. I will. I'm going to donate ten dollars to you today. What? Not unless you're a NASCAR jacket. You know? <laughs> Not unless you just sell patches on your <laughs> shirt. For which ones you're pre-selling, be like, look, if I get to the top, you got to pay me the money. That's the only way in order to assume, in this case, it would go down like that. Yeah, no big deal. Just Dan Marino strolling right by. He was. <laughs> Drew's following. I don't know. I mean, hey, credit to Drew. You know, why not? He's hustling. You know? Drew's trying out there. You never know. He's going on, uh, looks like, a, a Dallas station. Look, maybe we got a shot. Maybe later on in the week. Dave Marino knows something about being in a Super Bowl in your second year, like Patrick Mahomes and oh, not being in a Super Bowl. Well, I just he could be Brock, Brock Purdy could be Dan Marino. No, it's all said and done, you know? Dan Marino was a lot like Mahomes in the sense that the second he put a foot on an NFL yeah, field, he was great. Yeah. He was just he was just a great player. And I, like he's one of those players, never discount the fact that he was putting up five thousand yards and forty eight touchdowns when the league was putting up like 
18 touchdowns and 14 picks and 3,500 yards. He was doing things offensively that very simply other people weren't doing at that time. But, yeah, I mean, please, Dan Marino's got time. He is more than welcome on this show. You've got the good tan going still. You live in South Beach, man. Constantly sunny. You know, you'd have a good tan going too. So would I. Yeah, I mean, show by the beach. Yeah. Um, How tan do you get if you're just like out in the sun? I get okay if I'm out in the sun. I'm. It's not good at the moment. Yeah, it it just it it depends how the summer starts. Like if I go later, it it takes a while. Like it it takes a while to build up. And the key is avoiding getting burnt early in the summer because then it destroys. You got you got to you got to ease into it. But natural. No, I'm never gonna have like dark dark skin from a tan. There's some people that will really darken up. Can't do it. You could. I mean, you could just like. Get in the tanning booth, then you could. No, that's no, dude. Do people still do that? By the way, that just seems like the, one of the worst things you can do. These, like, I feel like now we we're more educated about I it. I guarantee people still do it. Well, I mean, I, I just, I don't understand. People do the spray tan thing. I've seen that. People do that before a wedding. That or also something. can't be good for you. Better than the the, the tanning bed, I, I think. The UV rays or whatever. I mean, I guess if given the choice, that would be the case. Don't you want to be, you know? I feel like that used to be way more popular though than it was ten years ago. Tanning beds. Yes. Or like when we were younger. That's what I mean, yeah. I went in tanning bed one time uh, in high school when I was doing our closed circuit TV thing. We, uh, for Valentine's Day, I guess we had decided, because we were, you know, idiot high school kids, we decided to do, like, we're like, hey, we'll, let's play the other side of this and not just get chocolate stuff. We'll do things that are, like, more common to the opposite gender. So I got in a tanning bed. I nared my legs. What? Oh, yeah, man. Dude, it was a whole thing. That took forever to grow back. That was never the same. Um, I went through all kinds of stuff. I don't remember what else. Maybe I had my eyebrows plucked. It was a whole thing. Huh. And this was how, much, how many years ago? I was in high school. I don't know. Oh, I, was high like, school. I was like 16, okay, 17 years old. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so this was. This Indestructible was... me. It's a completely different version. Indestructible me. Okay. Again, I think when you're that age, that's just how you generally view yourself. Okay, so as we do at the end of every show here on Radio Row. What is the plan the rest of the day for everybody here? Last night, you guys went to the media party. I went to the Golden Knights game. Uh, I'm going to hop on the dating apps uh, to make Cody happy yep, as well. Please. Um, we, so we discuss uh, that tomorrow. Should I text the, the lady that I, that I met at the Golden Knights game if She's last got something night? going tonight, sure. But I was I thinking think maybe we'd hit that delicatessen I mentioned to you on Sunday. Delicatessen? Oh, hit it on Sunday or t- I'm talking about what we doing tonight. Well, I thought oh, for dinner, maybe. You mentioned it on Sunday, yeah. I guess. And then I think I maybe we haven't done any proper gambling. Maybe uh, you want to play some blackjack? Oh, right? that's what I didn't tell you. The tickets were expensive, but I made over half the money back on a bet last night. What'd you bet? Under six and a half goals in the Golden Knights game. 31 oh, three one final. Well, I was nervous that the first period is one one. Then it was a scoreless second period and we were back in. So we're well, we're, we're, we're up now at least. We're at least up. Drew obviously had his roulette hit. We'll we'll, we'll be documenting all this stuff on our social media channels. Thanks to Isaac back in Kansas City for running the show for us. We're back at it tomorrow. Obviously, we'll continue a busy week here from Radio Row. Carrington and Rob have you guys coming up next right here on 610 Sports Radio. Listening to Cody and Gold live from Radio Row in Las Vegas, presented by Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this weekend and save $3 off any large or family sized pizza with promo code 610. And by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. 610 Sports Radio. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.